You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. From the big screen to the small screen and everything in between, this is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hello and welcome back to the Screeners Podcast. This is Daniel. This is Chad. And I'm Tyler. And we are back with a bonus episode tonight. And before we get started, if you, if you think my voice sounds a little different, that's because it is. I have a cold. So I apologize uh, for, for a, little, uh, a little huskier voice than normal this, mor- this afternoon. But, uh, Sorry, that's uh, just a new flavor to the, to the podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. I wanted to get really serious because mm. today we're talking about our Oscar predictions. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yes. We are down to the wire. It is time to go through the categories and make our final selections. As we do every year, we have a contest going up. It should be up now by the time you're listening to this episode. So make sure you head over to our social media channels on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us on there at ScreenersCast, and you can join our contest. You can predict the winners. And whoever guesses the most correct, other than the screeners, uh, whoever has the best prediction score will win a copy of their favorite Best Picture nominee, uh, so make sure you you fill that out. We had quite a few submissions last year, and definitely people beat us for sure. So uh, so we want to see if you guys can beat us, if you can have a great score this this uh, this upcoming weekend. So make sure you check out our social media channels and fill out the contest. All right, we're just going to dive right in, guys. Uh, we have 24 categories that we're gonna we're gonna talk through. So for the craft categories, so basically every every category other than the acting categories, writing, directing, and picture. We're just going to talk about it real quick and kind of list out what we think is going to win. Not, not what we want to win, just what we think is actually going to win. All right, so we're just doing the craft categories first. And all right, we're just going to dive right in. So let's start with the hardest categories to predict every single <laughs> year. They screw us up every time. So I figured what a better place to start than the place that we're all going to be totally wrong that's the shorts. Yeah, let's let's throw some darts uh, with a blindfold <laughs> on. All right. So, uh, best documentary short subject. The nominees are In the Absence, Learning to Skateboard in a War Zone if you're a girl, Life Overtakes Me, St. Louis Superman, and Walk, Run, Cha Cha. Tyler, let's start with you. What do you think is going to win? Well, having seen none of these at all, um, and I, though actually I will say a few of them I really do want to see. They, they sound really good. I, I've looked into them all. Learning to skateboard in a war zone, to me, subject matter-wise, and A, seems to me the most interesting of them all, but subject matter seems that, like it's right up the Oscars alley. I say that one. that one's the one that's going to win. Learning to skateboard in a war zone if you're a girl. All right. And Chad, what do you think? Before I do this, I do want to go ahead and say that I am hoping, Daniel. I, number one, I feel bad that your voice uh, is is rough. You you, you know, <laughs> I, I need some chicken noodle soup. I didn't know you could get colds in the desert, but evidently you can. You can. You can. <laughs> Here's the thing. I am hoping that your sickness weakens you a little, just enough. <laughs> Do I need I that? I lose this almost in. every year. And we, well, you know, it's true, but this is just one more little thing. It's just one more little thing. So let me say that. I hope you get better, but not enough for you to win our, our Oscar contest. Uh, now that that's out of the way, weird, you're welcome. weird sentiment, yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> the thing is, I know nothing about any of these, except that I love Superman. And so I'm going to, uh, and let me also say too, this, these are not my official picks. I'm going to fill out a form just like everybody else. So this may change. So don't come at me if, if it changes between what I say now and my actual picks. But for now, I'm going to say St. Louis Superman because, hey, Superman, there you go. 
There you go. And that, that, that you bring up a good point. Yes, we are doing what we're calling our final predictions, but uh, on this podcast, but we may, you know, we do have six days to change our mind in case something, something happens. Yeah. Um, it's not actually official until we fill out the form. Right. And so we all, all of us screeners are going to fill out the form just like you guys. So the, the picks will be locked in by the time the show starts. So mm-hmm. uh, I will have a record of everybody's picks. So uh, if Chad tries to come in and tell, tell us he got a perfect score, I can, I can tell him that. St. Louis Superman's my first number one pick, baby. Here we go. There you go. Uh, I've, I've seen four of these. Actually, St. Louis, St. Louis Superman is the only one I have not seen, but I hear it's good. Um, where are they streaming? Did you? I mean, did you see them streaming, or are they around? Yes, yeah, some of these are streaming random places. Life Overtakes Me is on, uh, is on Netflix. Um, Walk Around Cha Cha is just a, it's on NewYorkTimes.com. It's a New York Times documentary that they did. It's really good. I'm sorry, I, I I've only seen three of these. I actually have not seen Learning to Skateboard, so um, so I haven't seen that one. Uh, In the Absence is, is just available online if you if you search for it. Uh, so yeah, so and same same. I've seen a few of the other categories as well, but uh, the short subject categories. But I I'm a little torn on this. Like I said up front, this is all throwing darts with a blindfold. I mean, it's who the heck knows? These screw us up every year. These ballot killers. But I'm gonna go with learning to skateboard in Warzone. Um, a lot of times the 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 more interesting titles kind of seem to be grabby a little bit, and also if they're a little bit more uplifting they seem to do better. And so, um, and so that's what I've heard about learning to skateboard. So I'm going with that with a little in the absence could, could get it, I think, cause it's a kind of, it's pretty gripping, but uh, yeah, I'm going with learning to skateboard. So we're going to move on to live action, short film. The nominees are brotherhood, Nefta football club, the neighbor's window, Saria and a sister. Tyler, what do you think? This one, uh, weirdly, I did look into all of them. I remember nothing about them now. Now that I think about it, and uh, but Brotherhood, I remember standing out and thinking that sounded like the one that was going to be at the top, but I couldn't tell you why. All right, Chad. This one, I actually agree. I've done a little bit of research on these, and I actually think that Brotherhood is probably the the right choice. Although, who knows? It could be ter- terribly wrong. Yeah. So I've seen again three. I've seen the the top three or the the first three here: Brotherhood, Nefta Football Club, and the Neighbors Window, and all available online. Again, with this category, they they sometimes it's a crapshoot still, but they they often go with one with kids. Or like that's a little bit happier typically, or the one with a little bit more recognizable faces, actors that you might have seen before. And so it's kind of, I think it's kind of between Nefta Football Club and Neighbors Window, and I'm going to go with Neighbors Window. That's what I'm going with. It's a really good, really good short. So who knows? All right, moving on to the last ballot killer, best animated short film. The nominees are Desera, I believe is how you pronounce that, or Daughter, Hair Love, Kitbull, Memorable, and sister Tyler, what do you think? Hair love, hair love looks uh, really good. This is. I'm trying to think if I've seen any of them. Did I see which one's hair love before? Like uh, hair love was before. Uh, I believe it was Secret Life of Pets two. Okay, I I haven't I I have not seen that one. I have seen like some clips of it. So that's about as close as I've gotten to watching that one. But that one, just again, the bit that I've have seen seems like a really a really solid one. And I, I'm sorry, it was before Angry Birds 2, not... Oh, okay. Oh, well, I for sure didn't see that one in theaters, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I believe I've seen some clips of... Maybe I've yeah. even seen Hair Love. But. It, it's online, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, so Hair Love for Tyler. All right, Chad? Yeah, I've seen Hair Love, and I think it's going to win. It's, it's delightful. 
Yeah, yeah, this one's actually pretty easy. It's this one's this one's relatively easy to predict. It's Hair Love. Could be Kitball, which is a Pixar movie that's really good, but uh, but Hair Love feels feels pretty solid there. I've seen all but memorable, um, and they're very good. Desera. Uh, uh, Desera's on it, YouTube, I believe. Yeah, it is. If it, that one is weird, but it I don't even know how they how they made it. Like there are shots that I've never seen in a stop motion animated movie. Like it's it's fascinating so it's, you should check that one out but hair love is amazing it's great uh matthew cherry is awesome so yeah uh, hair love it is okay all right moving on to some some so hopefully more solidified categories here so we're going to start at, with best visual effects the nominees are avengers endgame the irishman the lion king 1917 and star wars the rise of skywalker Chad, going to you for this one. Listen, Rise of Skywalker, shut up. Okay, I just had to say that. I feel better. <laughs> it's a Star Wars film. It has to get nominated. <laughs> right. When I just look at these, there's a case to be made for a lot of them. I mean, the Irishman, the de-aging work didn't really work for some, but for others, it, it did. I thought it was pretty good. I hate the Lion King, the movie. So out of principle, I can't go that direction. Avengers Endgame looked really great. But after watching, and we even shared some on our on our page, after watching all of the behind-the-scenes work, that was done in visual effects for uh, 1917, even though a lot of it leans towards cinematography. The visual effects are pretty stellar. And just thinking what the Academy will do, I think they would have a hard time giving this to Avengers Endgame or maybe even The Lion King. So I'm going to guess 1917 since I think it's going to win a lot on Oscar night. All right. There you go, 1917. All right, Tyler, what do you think? Uh, my reasoning is pretty much the same as Chad's. I, On one hand, I think... I'd love to see Endgame get it just because that was a visual feast. Um, but I think we're, we are all feeling the 1917 love. And I, I do predict kind of a sweep this year in a lot of ways. So I think this one's going to go to 1917. All right. I am with you guys. I think it's going to go to 1917. If you, if you kind of look at what's won in, the, in recent years, with only a couple exceptions, they typically award it to the film that is most best picture friendly. So even if there's not like last year, first man wasn't a best picture nominee, but it's the most best picture like, uh, if that makes any right. sense. Yeah. Marvel yeah. has Mar- Marvel has never won uh, in best visual effects, even though they're nominated almost every year. Irishman They've in 1917, won, really, they've never won. I'm Irishman really in 1917 are both best picture nominees, obviously. But uh, spoilers for later, I think 1917 is is clearly the closest to best picture. Yeah, and so thus, I think it's. Uh, I also think it's probably the most deserving winner, to be honest. So. There you go. It's pretty incredible. All right, moving on to best film editing. The nominees are Ford v. Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, and Parasite. Chad, what do you think? This one's easy. I called this one way, way back when we did our Oscars game. Unfortunately, I picked it for other awards uh, nominations that it did not get. But that's Ford v. Ferrari. I genuinely think it's the best edited film of the year, and, and we've mentioned that several times throughout the season. Ford and Ferrari. Okay. And Tyler? Yeah. And, and you guys are, are both editors uh, more than I am. Uh, and, and so you're, you're, you're certainly looking at more things than I think more nuances and details than I am. Although I, I think I would agree. I, Ford before I was not a movie I loved overall, but the way that they, the way that they put together those car chases to not ever make them seem, I mean, they, 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 push the tension forward through the editing so much so. So as much as I'd like to say Parasite, because I, I love that movie so much, I think you guys are spot on. Ford, Ford, and, and Ford v. Ferrari. For the record, car chases are called races in that movie, but I Did I say, I did I say car chases? I understood what you meant, Tyler. <laughs> I was with you. I was well, with you. They were chasing, you know, <laughs> the other guys were chasing the prize. They were chasing, the the they sure, were chasing first it. place. Wow. I get it. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> 
Um, so I actually, uh, I agree with you, Chad. Ford v Ferrari, I think, is easily the best edited film of the year. It's it's stunning work, um, and very easily could win, but it could totally win. I'm 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 struggling with this one, to be honest with you, between Ford v Ferrari and Parasite, just because I think uh, hmm. Parasite is really surging right now. Um, uh, again, spoilers for later, but it's coming very close to honestly winning this whole thing. And so because it's surging, I'm actually going to go with Parasite okay. um, with the caveat of uh, it could totally be Ford v. Ferrari. I can absolutely see that happening. Actually, I, I wish that would happen because I think it deserves it. But Parasite is my final choice. So there you go. You're probably right. There's definitely a huge groundswell behind that movie right now. It's crazy. I mean, they won Screen Actors Guild. It's, yeah, they, they've been doing really good. But, uh, all right, so moving on. We are in Best Costume Design. The nominees are The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Tyler, what do you think? It's Little Women. This was made for, it's, it's a period drama. It's made for costume design. I'd love, frankly, to have Jojo Rabbit win it because I don't think it's going to get much of a showing um, overall at the, at the Oscars. But uh, it's, I think it's Little Women. It's a safe choice. Okay, Chad? I wish it was going to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to agree with Tyler and say this feels like the most Oscar kind of movie. And probably and this is all conjecture of course but probably one way that they can appease some of the little women critique that has come their way by at least giving it something in this category i'm with you guys it's it feels pretty pretty safely little women i would say the only caveat would be that um jojo rabbit also much like parasite seems to be surging right now uh, so there's a chance they could really go overboard with the jojo rabbit love but i, I feel very i feel relatively confident saying that's gonna be little women all right, moving on to best makeup and hairstyling. The nominees are Bombshell, Joker, Judy, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, and 1917. Uh, Chad, what do you think? Hmm. See, I don't know. I still haven't seen Bombshell, so it's mm. hard for me to hard for me to judge that. Although the most of the things that I've heard about Bombshell, as far as this category is concerned, is that it's really pretty amazing how the uh, transformation uh, the characters into real people uh, underwent. So that's possible, I would imagine, but hard for me to pick that without having seen it. So I'm going to just going out on the limb here. I'm probably going to say it's either. Judy or maybe even Joker because that's a people forget that's a period film as well. So uh, because I love the cinematography and Joker, I'm going to go with Joker. Okay. And Tyler, once again, we're, I'm probably about the same reasoning uh, as Chad. I have seen bombshell and, and it is, it's some impressive uh, makeup and hairstyling across the board. Uh, so I'm going to say that's, that's it's gosh, that, that's just the safest pick. I think I'd love to see, I'd, I'd love to see Judy get it. I think it's impressive. I'd also love to see 1917. Uh, Maleficent doesn't deserve to be there, but that's fine. Um, I think it's Bombshell. Yeah, this this feels very safe. Uh, it feels very safe for Bombshell. Um, Bombshell has been really racking up the wins in this category all season long. It's uh, reminiscent of Vice's win last right. year. Very, very similar uh, trajectory for the win. So, yeah, I feel very confident in saying this will be Bombshell's only win of the night. Spoilers. All right, uh, moving on to Best Production Design. The nominees are The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Chad, what do you think? For me, my heart pick has to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood just because, and I think it's the right pick, honestly, recreating scenes from real events and 
really a lot of the essence of that movie was about capturing the time that was 1969 in Hollywood and production design has a lot to do with it, especially in this movie. So that's the one I would pick. Okay. And Tyler. Yeah. Same, same thing. The ethos of that movie is a, a change in time in Hollywood at this you know specific moment. And, and we live in it with them. Um, and yeah, I, I don't think it's a question for me. I'd love to see any of the others. I think this is one of the, the strongest, like across the board categories that all five are really, really excellent. But for me, yeah, it's once upon a time. All right. So this is one of the harder categories for me tonight. Um, just like film editing, I'm very torn. I think probably uh, the, the Vegas odds are, are leaning towards once upon a time in Hollywood. I could totally see that winning. It's probably winning, but I'm going to go with 1917 because just, just, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be sweeping a lot of these tech categories. And so I think, um, you know, as they've done in previous years, when something starts to sweep a lot of these categories, they, they tend to go with one movie instead of kind of spreading the wealth. And so that's what makes me say 1917. But you guys could absolutely be right. I, I, could, I could definitely see it being, being once upon a time in Hollywood. All right. Uh, moving on to best cinematography. Nominees are The Irishman. Joker, The Lighthouse, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Tyler, what do you say? 1917. No question. It's, it, it is the, the strongest across the board cinematography for me. Um, I love that The Lighthouse got nominated just because that's a weird movie and no one's, you know, not enough people are talking about it, uh, but it didn't stand a chance. I, I'd love 1970 to win. All right, Chad? My favorite cinematography of the year was Joker for sure. That movie is, is sumptuous, uh, sumptuous, excuse me. But all of that changed when I saw 1917. This Mm -hmm. is the one I know people have said it about Deacon's work before that. There's no way he can lose. If he loses this category this year, then the fix is in because it has to be 1917. I can't imagine it being anything else. Agreed. Yep. 1917. Very easy to predict that one. If you get, if you get cinematography wrong this year, uh, then you're, I don't know what you're doing. So yes, 1917 is winning that one. Yep. All right. We're going on to the two sound categories. We'll start with sound editing. The nominees are Ford V Ferrari, Joker, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, Tyler, what do you think? Actually, can I, can I ask for the, for these? And this is, this is something that uh, I always struggle with this, this year. And you guys both, I think um, know this, this category so much more and for our audience too. sound editing sound mixing what's the distinction Mm -hmm. between the two so sound editing is basically the creation of sound effects so it's 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 kind of the making of sound effects the the noises that you hear fully art uh which is you know the sounds of anything that making the the noises yeah right things like that so that's sound editing sound mixing is essentially the, the balance of all of the audio be it sound effects dialogue um music it's mixing all that surround effects yeah 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 so uh so that's kind of the difference so creation versus balance is kind of is kind of what you see there so what do you think tyler my, my heart goes with 1917 so much on on editing um and it's, and now that you're you're saying that too i'm really you know thinking through the film and and um and get kind of some of the sounds but for me for me actually it might be ford v ferrari just the the work that went into that the work that went into creating um everything for that i'm gonna i'm gonna say ford v ferrari but 1970 could easily you know take it okay and chad 
this feels to me like what you were saying, Daniel, where if they, if they get on a 1917 yeah. train, it could roll through here. Exactly. I'm actually going to agree with Tyler and say that I think, I think the pick that deserves it is Ford v. Ferrari. And so I'm going to go with that as well. Okay. So uh, I am predicting 1917. Um, but here's the deal. And I'm, I'm going to kind of talk about my picks for both categories. Anytime there's a split, it's so hard to predict between these categories because so, often they're won by the same film. And so I absolutely think Ford v. Ferrari is going to win one of these, mm. but the safer bet is to predict. I know 19, I know 1917 is winning at least one of these and I hope Ford v. Ferrari wins one. So the safer thing for me to do is to predict 1917 for both. Um, because if I, chances are, if I predict Ford v. Ferrari for one and 1917 <laughs> for the other, they're going to flip flop and yeah. I'll get them both wrong. <laughs> so it's kind of, I'm just kind of doing that as a, as a, you know, strategy that I'm predicting 1917 for both, but I really do think Ford v. Ferrari is going to win one of them. I just can't tell you which. So, so what yeah, you, so that's my strategy. Yeah. Oh, that, that makes sense. And in fact, I was thinking something very similar. I was like, man, I just feel like these two go hand in hand. What do you yeah. guys think? And again, this is something you guys are, are more technically into film than I am. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it seems like that seems like a weird one to get nominated for these two. Is this a, and if this is a rabbit trail, like we cut it out, but I'm, I'm honestly curious, like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood seems like a strange one to get nominated for. Both well, these. sound mixing. I mean, he definitely uses quite a bit of, uh, quite, quite a bit of music and, and things like that. But I, I think, Oh, I, music would go into that. I didn't think about sure, that. Yeah. That's true. But I okay. think, I think, um, uh, it's a lot of times it's, it's respect for the, for the artists who did it, but, but also, um, I, you know, I, I think there's, there's a lot of subtle work in that film. So I don't know. I, I don't yeah, have too, I, too big I would also speech. say that, you know, there's an old saying about uh, acting categories that a lot of times it's not about the best actor performance. It's yeah. about the most actor performance. Sure, sure. And so I, I think this is the inverse here is also true that it's not necessarily just showy, sound effects and design like that. So of course, 1917 sure. and star Wars and all that. Right. Uh, but I think the subtle work, like Daniel mentioned is probably what's getting highlighted there with the scores and the soundtrack and, yeah. uh, and all of that stuff. And the sounds of a place like the neon signs lighting up oh, and, the, yeah, yeah. you know, the Western I'm not scene about, and all yeah. of that, the creaky door. So there's, I mean, I, I can see yeah, it. And the, and the overall film is, is strong. So that's probably why I got it. But here's the deal. Bohemian Rhapsody won sound editing last year, and that's probably the worst. <laughs> some of the worst editing. Or sound editing. Well, yeah. it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Sound mixing? I, I can get the sound sure. mixing because they used Freddie Mercury's real voice. They had right. to blend right. it. Okay, I can get sound mixing. Sound editing? Are you serious? Yeah. That's, that was a terrible win. So anyway, with that, let's move on to your prediction. I already said my prediction for sound mixing. What do you guys think? Tyler, what's winning? Oh, uh, the nominees are for sound mixing. Ad Astra, Ford v. Ferrari, Joker, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Tyler, what do you think? And again, I, I kind of am going back and forth on these. I, with what you, you know, the kind of stuff that you guys have, have said in there, I'm going to go with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I could see 1917, Ford v. Ferrari. And again, when we get when it's really time to lock in my pick, I might go with a safe bet and go with one of those two. But I, my heart goes with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I, I love them. I love okay, it. Okay, chat. Yeah, Daniel made the smart play and used mathematics to ensure a higher <laughs> probability. I like to live on the edge and be wrong. So uh, I went with 4V Ferrari in editing. So I'm going to go with 1917 for mixing. <laughs> there you go. And they'll probably could, be backwards or I well, could be that's right. The thing. Yeah. You could be right, though. You could get them both right and I get one wrong. Like that's, yeah, I, I really think that that's going to happen. So I think 4V Ferrari, honestly, I think 4V Ferrari deserves it in both categories. I think it yeah. is the strongest sound work of the year. I agree. Year, but I think I 1917 is great as well. Yeah. All right, moving on. We have Best Original Song. The nominees are I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away from Toy Story 4, 
I'm Gonna Love Me Again from Rocket Man. I'm Standing With You from Breakthrough. Why? Yeah. Into the Unknown from Frozen 2 and Stand Up from Harriet. Uh, Chad, what do you think? Ooh. It's a tough category. It's a very tough category. Yeah, I don't, you know, as opposed to years past, I don't have like one really strong standout for me where I feel really passionate about it. I don't think Harriet's a good enough movie. I think Frozen 2 is going to get paired compared to the original, which it's No Let It Go. And I can't remember the other two. So I'm just going to go on a limb and go Rocket Man just because Elton John has been doing a lot of marketing and, and press uh, for yeah. that song. So I'm going to go with that. But that's a total stab in the dark. Yeah. Okay. And Tyler? Oh, for me, that's that's the only choice. The, the other four are complete, uh, completely forgettable. Uh, but I'll, I'm going to Love Me Again is a good song. Yeah, so this is this is a really tough one um, because there doesn't feel like a clear standout winner. So I'm also going with I'm Gonna Love Me Again from Rocket Man um, because exactly like Chad said, Elton John has been out there um, promoting a lot. So I'm going to go with that one. I can make a case for almost any of these. I can make a case that stand up is a way to... To, um, to throw him a bone. To, to honor Harriet a little bit, give Cynthia Erivo her EGOT. Um, I could say that Into the Unknown makes sense because... Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez, they, they surprisingly won from Coco. They could surprise again uh, and make up for the Frozen 2 snub. Uh, I, I could say Diane Warren, who wrote that stupid song from Breakthrough, which is a terrible movie. She's uh, one of the most nominated people without a win. I think this is her 14th nomination she's ever won. Wow. So you could say that she's going to – so I, I don't know. I, I'm, but I'm going with I'm Going to Love Me Again from Rocket Man. I, we can say that it's not going to be the song from Toy Story. So there you go. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm going to leave you with. But I'm voting for Rocket Man. All right, moving on to original score. Uh, the nominees are Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Chad, what do you think? I think the one of the things that we've heard nonstop since Joker came out was how great the score was. So I think it's Joker. I think this was an easy one. Yeah. All right, Tyler. And it, it won. I, I would agree. It, it won at Golden Globes. Is that correct? And BAFTA. Yes. And BAFTA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's the best score. I love it. I think it's a great score. I don't think it's the best score out of those. It certainly beats out Rise of Skywalker. Sorry, John Williams. But I, I think 1917 is the better score, but Joker's going to win. All right. I also think it's going to be Joker. 1917 is coming close, though. Thomas Newman, this is his 15th nomination without a win. Wow. Um, Seriously? He's never yeah. won. He's never won. He's and 1917 is, you know, if 1917 sweeps everything, maybe, yeah. maybe it'll pull Thomas Newman along. But I'm, I'm voting for Joker. So. All right, moving on to uh, international feature film. This one should be an easy one. It should be a quick one here. Uh, Corpus Christi, Honeyland, Les Miserables, Pain and Glory, and Parasite. Let's let's do this one quick, guys. Chad, what do you think? Come on, Parasite. Let's give me a break. All right, Tyler? Same, Parasite. Yeah, there you go. Okay, Uh, I also think it's Parasite. So uh, that was too easy. So uh, we're going to move to documentary feature. Nominees are American Factory, The Cave, the Edge of Democracy, For Sama, and also Honeyland. Tyler, what do you think? I really don't know. I, I, hmm. I this, want... is a, this is another tough one. I know. I, I, now, to be fair, so I have not seen The Cave or The Edge of Democracy. Which Both Edge of Democracy is that on Netflix? Now, FYI. Yeah. Oh, they uh, are. Edge okay. of Democracy is on, on Netflix. The Cave, I believe, is available for streaming. It's, for, it's from Nat Geo. I believe you can stream it for okay. free, I guess. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Edge of Democracy is pretty sure, so I can catch that one up. I want For Sama to win. That's, uh, that is just a moving, that's a moving film uh, across the board. Um, I think American Factory is going to win. So that's going to be my pick. I, I'm probably going safe, but I, I think that one's going to win over 
over any, anything else? Yeah, I think it's going to be American Factory just because the name and because it's on Netflix, even though there's a potential Netflix pushback from the Academy. I don't know that they fully embrace streaming yet, uh, but I think it's the most prolific. And so for me, I think the one that is going to win is Apollo 11. You mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, Agreed. (laughs) In my heart. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm also going American Factory. I don't feel awesome about it. I I think for Sama is is right on its heels so i wouldn't be at all surprised to see for summer because it's just it's just heartbreaking but american factor is really really good it's also executive produced by the obamas which right. you know so i think that's pretty awesome and so some people could could vote they're not nominees but they're behind the film and so uh that could help i don't know uh so yeah i'm going with american factory so we'll see what happens all right Moving on to one of the shockingly craziest categories to predict this year, which is Best Animated Feature Film. The nominees are How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, I Lost My Body, Claws, Missing Link, and Toy Story 4. Uh, Chad, what do you think? I know we're not doing a what should win in this category, but I have to shout out I Lost My Body. It's what should win. It's the best yeah, animated film great. of the five. I absolutely adore that movie. What is going to win? I'm just going to guess Toy Story 4 because it's Pixar and it seems like the safest bet. Okay, Tyler? I have not seen it, uh, but I am going to predict Toy Story 4. Man, I'm really struggling here um, because... Klaus is like on its way up, right? Like, Yeah, so it, the weird thing has happened where Toy Story 4 should have been the safe thing um, and Frozen 2, especially when Frozen 2 didn't make the list here. Then Missing Link won the Golden Globe. Uh, Claus won BAFTA and at the Annie's. Um, mm, wow. Uh, so it's very strange, but Toy Story 4 won at, at the visual effects society. It's just, it's like totally weird that it's nothing is lining up. There's no clear narrative here. So I still feel like it could be Toy Story 4, man. I, it could be any of those three. Honestly, it could be any of those three. I, none of those three would surprise me. Um, but I'm going to sort of love missing link. Just, I'm going to go with missing weird. link oh, because, are. um, because Leica has never won. They're such a, you know, really well-respected studio, even though this is kind of seen as one of their weaker films. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going with Missing Link. I don't feel great about it. It could totally be Claws. could be the Netflix thing. But yeah, that's, I'm going with Missing Link. So we'll see what happens. It is, it's one of those three. I, I, it's wild that that's yeah. turned into a competition. Okay, so those are all the craft categories. Now we're going to move into the screenplay categories. And so we're going to say what should have been here, what uh, what of the nominees we want to win, and then what do we think will win, okay? So we are moving on to best adapted screenplay. The nominees are The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and The Two Popes. So Tyler, what, what should have been here? What do you want to win of the nominees? And then what will win? Adapted, I don't feel too passionate that there was a a huge snub unless there's just something I'm forgetting about. I think it's going to be, I think it should be uh, little women. I am like, I, I just finished rereading the book and I am just constantly impressed by how well adapted that was. I haven't read the source material for Jojo rabbit, the Irishman, two popes, you know, and Joker is not really adapted from one single thing, but from a lot of things. So, and it's, if we're going by adapted from the books, it's not so, or from the comics, it's not. So should be little women probably will be Jojo rabbit. I think. Okay, Chad. People are loving it. So Chad, what sh- what uh, should have been here, and then what do you want to win, and then what will win? 
Yeah, just like Tyler, I don't have a, a what should have been there. I think looking at the categories, Jojo Rabbit was my number four favorite film of the year, and Little Women was my number three. So I love both of those. They're right at the top. I'm struggling with this one because I think had, had Jojo Rabbit not seen a resurgence recently, I would have said Little Women for sure. But I think what is going to win Oh, goodness. You know, I'm still going to do it. I'm going to say should win is Little Women and will win is Little Women. I just think the restructuring that she did with Little Women is is uh, brilliant. And so as much as I love Jojo Rabbit, I, I think it's Little Women. Yeah, so uh, I'm with you guys. There's no real big snubs here. I mean, I, I would have picked these same nominees. Maybe uh, maybe put A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood uh, in there, yeah. I guess. Um, but yeah, there's there, this is a pretty solid lineup, I suppose. Except I think the script for Joker's uh, terrible but uh, otherwise uh, yeah so what do I want to win what do I want to win of, of, of the nominees easily Little Women I think it is such a brilliant screenplay yeah. what will win man I am real Chad nailed it I'm struggling between Little Women and Jojo Rabbit about four days ago I would have said pretty solidly Little Women I would have felt real comfortable about that then Jojo Rabbit won DGA and it won the BAFTA for adapted screenplay so I think Jojo Rabbit is really surging and uh, yeah, I'm just going to go with Jojo Rabbit. Even though it could totally be Little Women, I'm going with Jojo Rabbit. Let's move on to original screenplay. We have Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Uh, Tyler, what do you think? So should have been here. There's, there's a couple. Um, I'd, I'd like this, the five that were picked. So this isn't really against them. It's just I uh, wish, wish some more had gotten recognized. Honey Boy, The Farewell, both of those, I think, excellent scripts across the board. Mm. Even Us. I haven't rewatched Us, but I just remember thinking that that's, that's, it's just so well-crafted across the board as well. Um, so I, I wouldn't fight over those ones too much, but because we've got a good strong five. Um, I'm torn in the screenplay, though. I want once upon a time in hollywood i want parasite really badly i think that knives out is a brilliantly constructed murder mystery so this could change by the end of the week because i i alternately feel passionate about it i'm saying once upon a time in hollywood i i just think that was a a phenomenal script so you that's your pick that you want to win and and oh i'm sorry uh sorry that's what i want to win i think i think that parasite will win okay uh chad what do you think what, what, what should have been here? I don't know that I can make it. When I hear, you know, films like The Farewell, I, I agree with that. But then when I look at which one of these five would I replace it with, I think this, the these five are, are pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, I'm thrilled that Knives Out got a nomination. I think what I want to win is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, although I'm 50-50 with that in Marriage Story because I love Marriage Story so much, and, and part of that is the brilliant, absolutely brilliant script. But I'm going to say what I want to win is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I still think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is going to win, even though I know there is a ton of love for Parasite. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, going, to, I'm going to stay on that train. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys in that uh, I think – uh, I think this is a great lineup, but I think Honey Boy should have been here. I think that is one of the best Absolutely. screenplays uh, of the decade. I think it's brilliant. So, so that should have been here. Otherwise, uh, what do I want to win here? I think Knives Out is just brilliant. I'm so glad that it got nominated. Uh, such a such a unique and great nomination. 
what will win it's clearly between hollywood and parasite and for a long time i was pretty pretty convinced that hollywood was still going to win but uh, parasite is just too big of a film and i think it's a place for them to recognize it more than international feature film because that's too easy that's not really recognizing it when it's gotten all these nominations and all this attention so uh, i'm going with parasite for original screenplay all right moving on to the acting categories we got Best Supporting Actress up first, Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell, Laura Dern for Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh for Little Women, and Margot Robbie for Bombshell. Uh, Chad, what do you think? Who I think is going to win, obviously, I think this is, uh, it's going to be Laura Dern for sure. Who I think should win, looking at this list uh, from the ones that are nominated, goodness, I'd probably be okay with Laura Dern. I mean, I could make a case for Jojo Rabbit. I mean, Scarlett Johansson has a couple of magnificent scenes in that film. Florence Pugh was great. Margot Robbie, I haven't seen. So yeah, I think I, I, I'm probably okay with Laura Dern for both. It's it's time for her, I suppose. All right. And Tyler, what should have been here? What should have been here? Um, Park Sodam from from uh, Parasite. She is, she's the sister. She is fantastic fantastic in it while and thomas and mckenzie is i i think although i don't maybe i'm wrong would she be nominated for actress i don't know no, over supporting, supporting. she would be supporting okay um I, she was one of my favorite performances of the entire year uh and didn't get recognized there uh but i so those are the ones i wish i had seen and honestly though of the ones who were nominated i love florence Pugh and scarlett johansson but i think that uh laura dern both uh deserves it and will win it for marriage okay story. Uh, I'm with you, Tyler. I think Thomas and McKenzie should have been here. I think her performance is amazing. This is the second time where she, yep. she should have been nominated in this category and, and she wasn't, but yeah, what of these nominees, I think honestly, I'm, I'm not really passionate about any of these performances to be perfectly honest. I think, I think they're all perfectly good. Um, there's none that I really love. I think Margot Robbie is very, very good. She has one really phenomenal scene. Florence Pugh is great. I'm going to go with Florence Pugh for Little Women should win of the nominees, but who will win is no question. It's going to be Laura Dern. Yeah. So there you go. All right, moving on to Best Supporting Actor. Nominees are Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes, Al Pacino for The Irishman, Joe Pesci for The Irishman, and Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Chad, who should have been here? As far as snubs go in this category, I feel very similarly to how you felt about supporting actress in that as good as the ones that are in here are, I'm not passionate about replacing any of them. I think that the one who's going to win, everybody pretty much knows is going to be Brad Pitt. And I think who should win from these, I think the only argument that I could make would be Joe Pesci, not Al Pacino. I think Joe Pesci's performance was stellar, but I think Brad Pitt playing Brad Pitt's hard to beat, so I'm gonna I'm I'm fine with that. I, I'm gonna right. go should win as well. All right, Tyler, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think Brad Pitt is going to win, and I and frankly, I loved him in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm I'm with them uh, with with the Academy on this one. I think everybody's loving him. I think it's his award to lose. I loved Tom Hanks though. I think, man, this is one of those like you you get such a transformative uh, performance, even though he's you know. He's not in it as much as some people would have liked. I also love Joe Pesci. Man, his performance in The Irishman was just, it was so not his performance from Goodfellas. It was so not his performance in, you know, in however many other movies, uh, you know, Lethal Weapon or, or even Home Alone or something like that. He just, I think he, he was stellar 
in this. So I'd love him to kind of sneak in and get it. But yeah, it's, it's Brad Pitt, I think. So, okay. Uh, for me, who should have been here is absolutely Shia LaBeouf. Uh, I think oh, it's, one I best that? it's one of the best performances of, of, of in forever. Of all he, times. Oh my gosh. It really is one of my favorite performances. <laughs> it's uh, so good. I, very I, long time. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, uh, he, it's a travesty that he's not recognized in, anywhere for it. So for uh, either honey boy or peanut butter Falcon, like, well, yeah, I mean, he's great in that. Fantastic. I wouldn't have nominated him, but he's great. Yeah. In that. But anyway, what, who of these nominees should win? I would say Joe Pesci. I think his performance is great. Like you guys have said, it's very good and quiet and powerful. And then obviously who will win? It's Brad Pitt. Um, it's so funny that all of these actors already have Oscars, including Brad Pitt. Uh, Brad Pitt has won best picture twice and the rest of them have acting Oscars already. So there's a category of Oscar winners already. <laughs> um, but Brad Pitt is going to finally get his first acting Oscar. So, uh, which is fitting. Yeah. That, that, that yeah. works. Uh, all right, moving on to Best Actress. The nominees are Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson in her second uh, nomination of the evening in Marriage Story, Saoirse Ronan in Little Women, Charlize Theron in Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger in Judy. Tyler, what do you think? This is the one I'm actually more fired up about than, than most of the other categories. I think um, first it was a it was a good it was a great field this year across the board for actress. Um, but there's some people who just absolutely got got left out. Florence Pugh in Midsummer is stronger than than I think Charlize Theron or Cynthia Erivo or Lu- Lupita Nyong'o in Us. I think fantastic. Aquafina in in The Farewell is just I think is deeply uh, deeply powerful or quietly powerful I should say. And so I think those three you know and and quite a few others should have absolutely been there i think over cynthia Erivo, she could she could get the song nomination i think but i or the song win but i don't think she deserves to be here for best actress i honestly am even in the very small minority that i didn't love Charlize theron as much in bombshell across the board so we could have replaced her so that's there's a lot that i think should have been yeah. here um and of the nominees what do you think of the nominees my heart is with Saoirse Ronan. I think she absolutely deserves the win. Um, she's she's turning out to just be this actress who is is going to get recognized again and again, but is never going to actually clinch the win. But I think I don't know. I I I think Scarlett Johansson's got it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say also. Oh, I'm sorry. I think I, uh, Renee Zellweger has it. Um, even though I think that uh, Saoirse Ronan should win. Okay, so you think Renee Zellweger's going to win? Uh, yeah. Chad. Uh, what do you think for Best Actress? Who should have been here? Uh, the only one I really feel strongly about should have been there is Aquafina. I would have replaced Charlize Theron uh, or Erivo with Aquafina for sure. I think who's going to win, no doubt, Renee Zellweger. I think who should win out of who was nominated. I'm actually going to go with Scarlett Johansson, even over Saoirse Ronan. I loved her performance, but I think Scarlett Johansson was just so moving and so powerful in Marriage Story. For me, I'm with you guys. Aquafina should have been here, should have replaced Cynthia Erivo. But out of these nominees, I think Saoirse Ronan uh, is probably my favorite. I think she just, when is she going to win? She just needs, she, she's only, I think, what, 25, but she, she, she deserves a win at this point. So uh, she, she's my favorite. But she's not going to win this year. That is going to be Renee Zellweger. It's pretty easy. Here's the thing. All four of these actor categories, we haven't gotten to best actor yet, but they're all locked up. If there's any category that I feel like is susceptible to a big shock, just like last year uh, in Best Actress, I think I think it could be here. And if that were to happen, maybe Scarlett Johansson could take it over Renee Zellweger, but that's not going to happen. It's going to be Renee Zellweger all the way. All right, let's move into the last acting category, Best Actor. Our nominees are Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, 
Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, and Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. Chad, who should have been here? I mean, you could make a case for Eddie Murphy. You could maybe make a case for Christian Bale, possibly. I think for me, though, just looking at, you know, who you would replace, I mean, maybe Jonathan Price, although he's really stellar in The Two Popes. So I'm going to say I'm fine with who's here. Uh, Who's going to win is Joaquin Phoenix. Who should win, honestly, I don't have a problem with Joaquin Phoenix winning. He's just such a force of nature, although Adam Driver would have been my personal choice. But I'm I'm fine saying Joaquin could and should win. Okay, and Tyler? Yeah, I, ultimately, I'm I'm going to get to that same point. I think it's Joaquin Phoenix. I think that's just no question. Um, the people who should have been here: Song Hong Ho from Parasite uh, as the father. He he Adam, would be he would be in Best Supporting Actor. He would be but, supporting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Well, he should have been in supporting too. Um, yeah. But uh, Adam, I'd say Adam Sandler for Uncut Gems is mm-hmm. just kind of out of the blue amazing in that movie. Eddie Murphy, also Dolomite is my name. But yeah, ultimately, uh, of the people who are nominated, I think Adam Driver or Leonardo DiCaprio are the two strongest performances. I loved Adam Driver in Marriage Story. But ultimately, yeah, it's Joaquin Phoenix. No question. Yes, it is. Joaquin Phoenix is easily going to win this one, which I'm not the biggest Joker fan. We've talked about that enough here, but I think his performance is outstanding. And he is probably the best actor like of this generation like he's just he's just the most consistent and everything he does is really phenomenal and so it it, it it's finally it's good that that he finally has an oscar so I'm, I'm okay with that uh who should have been here i think i think adam sandler uh you know when when else are they going to get a chance to do that and they, true, they should have done right it, so. true story and he honestly it would have it, driven ratings for sure yeah and and honestly not just because of that factor the surprise factor he genuinely in in my opinion yeah. he genuinely deserved it um I, I think pain, pain and glory is a fantastic film it's really good really emotional but i i would honestly re- replace him there or even leonardo, leonardo dicaprio um but uh i think uh of these nominees my favorites either joaquin phoenix or adam driver uh, but Joaquin Phoenix is going to win. No so all four acting yeah. categories. Being alive. Come on, people. Come <laughs> right? on. Uh, yeah, that's a great scene. Uh, all right. Last two categories here. Top two of the night. So we have best director. The nominees are Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Todd Phillips for Joker, Sam Mendes for 1917, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Tyler, who should have been here? Who is your favorite of the nominees? And who will win? Well, all of the women should have been there. I, it's it's so it's so crazy. It, of my of my top ten of the year, four films were directed by women. Three of those were in my top five, and so we've got you know Greta Gerwig, who absolutely no question got snubbed for this one. But even even kind of going going a little further, um, Alma Harrell for Honey Boy. That is a phenomenally directed film. Um, Lulu Wang for for The Farewell also is just. Um, she crafted, I think, like I've said many times here, it's an exquisite film. So those three, no question, should have had it. But of the ones who we did get, I, I think we did get a good group. Uh, it's it's a well-directed bunch uh, of films. I I really don't know. I, I'm going back and forth, and I'm absolutely sure my, my pick will change by the end of it all. I think Parasite is my favorite directed film. Um, I think it's the, the best directed one for me. I think it's it's absolutely just pitch perfect in its direction tarantino has and always will have my heart uh for once upon a time in hollywood um so i also want him but ultimately 
uh, I really think the safe bet is 1917. I think 1917 is just going to sweep it. All right, Chad, what do you think? I think they're the two that I would have here. I would have Noah Baumbach for sure. And I know this is a super unpopular opinion, but I would uh, I would have him replace either Martin Scorsese or Bong Joon-ho. I know Parasite's great for most people, but for me, if I had to pick that. And of course, the other one is obviously Greta Gerwig. I think those two should absolutely be in here. Who I think of the nominated is going to win. I think this is the part of the night where... 1917 gets on a roll and I think Sam Mendes wins for 1917 Um, and who I think should win out of all of those. I'm going to go with Sam Mendes. Here's something. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I I read an article that said in 1917, everybody thinks they figured out where all the cuts are. There was no single take in the entirety of that film that was longer than three minutes and 25 seconds long. That's insane. I didn't know. Can you, can you believe that? So there were cuts everywhere. And so anyway, that That can't be true. That cannot be true. I'm just, so I'll share oh, the article that was from a crazy. reputable source. So anyway, I actually think that Sam Mendes, Sam Mendes deserves it. It was my number two film of the year, and it's just the direction and the concept behind that is just stunning. Have I said yet, and uh, that that's one that I watched uh, for the first time in uh, in my parents' living room, and then I just rewatched it last week. I think we talked about this after we had done our top 10, and it shot way up in my top 10 because it just it absolutely moved me. And it's like, magnificent. It, it yeah. blew me away, and I was like, I regret seeing this. I in told the you. Daniel, I had, Daniel was I, right. Yeah. I had a screener copy of it, and I, I was telling Todd, he wanted to watch it. He's like, we got to yeah, watch it. Why am I going to study it? You got to go see in theaters. Seeing it in IMAX is I was, just, I it's was unbelievable. Wrong. Yeah, I, I so agree. Uh, so, yeah, uh, who should have been here? Greta Gerwig, we've already talked about it. I think Alma Harrell as well deserved it. But, uh, but yeah, I think Greta Gerwig totally deserved a spot here. Uh, who's my favorite of the nominees? Look, Parasite's awesome. These movies are great, except for Joker. So this is a great, great lineup <laughs> here. Uh, but Sam Mendes is the clear the clear best in this category yeah. and he's cl- he's absolutely going to win it because he deserves it. I mean, this film was just yeah. magnificent, so well put together and uh yeah, he deserves it. By the way, you could also make a case for Taika Waititi in this ca- category. Oh yeah, I was thinking sure. that one. Yeah, you really for could. sure. For sure. Uh yeah, interesting uh, if he wins when Sam Mendes wins. Uh this he will have won exactly 20 years since the first time he won uh for American Beauty um or since the only other time he won. And uh, that's that will now be the longest gap between directing wins. Uh, oh, interesting. So, very cool. So, huh. very interesting, very deserved. All right, the piece de resistance. We are to best picture. The nine nominees are Ford v Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Chad, who should have been here? The only one, I really don't have one that should have been here other than, you know, maybe Dolomite is my name, maybe The Farewell over Ford v. Ferrari, but I'm not super passionate about that either way. Who I think is going to win right now, I feel like 1917 train is is pretty strong, but there's this groundswell of support for Parasite. Mm-hmm. It would not surprise me at all to see Parasite win the entire thing. It would disappoint me greatly, but I, but I think it's a reality that it could happen. So what should win, in my opinion, is 1917, and what will win as of tonight is 1917. Okay, and Tyler, what should have been here? Yeah, I'm, I'm largely going to sing that same tune as well. I think the one that, that could have that could have uh, been replaced for a few other things is Ford v Ferrari. I think it's, it's the weakest of the group, but I also don't have a, a really strong one to put in there. Uh, Knives out probably could have been in there. I think that that would have been, um, I was kind of hoping it would scrape a scrape a nomination at the very least, but, but I'm not super passionate about that overall. I want parasite to win. 
I want Once Upon a Time in Hollywood to win. Those are the two I really want to win. Once Upon a Time is not going to happen as kind of we thought it it was going to. I think it's 1917. I, th- I, do, I do think it's all the way 1917, though I hope Parasite takes it. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I think uh, I think what should have been here, Knives Out would have been awesome. Uh, the Farewell would have been great. I mean, my favorite movie of the year is Honey Boy. That was obviously never coming close. Um, but yeah, this is a pretty solid set of nominees here. Uh, let me hit you guys with a surprise here. My favorite of these nominees is Ford v. Ferrari. So there's uh, that. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> you guys think it could be replaced. But uh, uh, yeah, so I think that should win. Um, but no, I mean, my heart says it'd be awesome if Parasite wins. I mean, that would just be yeah. so – that'd be so good for the Academy. I mean, it'd be yep. so different. And that's why um, it may win. There's a groundswell behind that idea, I think. Absolutely. That's exactly what I was getting at. So here's, here's, here's kind of where I, where I break things down. Um, the very safe bet is 1917. It won the Golden Globe. It won PGA. It won BAFTA. Um, it, it, that is a uh, – it won DGA that combination is unbeatable. There's no statistical reason why 1917 would lose Best Picture. It's, it, statistically speaking, absolutely should win. I would say the same thing about La La Land, right? So La La Land uh, statistically kind of had the same thing going here, um, and, and then it lost to Moonlight. And so that was a shock. It won briefly. It won briefly. <laughs> well, yes. So, so we're kind of in that situation of, it makes perfect sense to predict 1917. But if there was ever going to be a moonlight sort of situation here, Parasite is really primed and ready to make that happen again. Yeah, it's going to be um, an exciting call off. Yes. I'm going with a safe bet. I was looking back through my predictions for the past few years here. I have missed Best Picture for the past like five years. I predicted Roma last year, which was a pretty safe safe bet. But, um, but even though Green Book had a great, big you know, big showing. I predicted Roma. So I got that wrong. 2017. I felt like kind of similar to this year. I felt like get out was really going to have this big groundswell and win original screenplay and then win picture. It did win screenplay shape of water took best picture. So I got oh, that, that one wrong. Unfortunate. 2016. I predicted La La Land, which again, like I was saying, it was the very safe pick and then it was wrong. And then, uh, before that, uh, I picked, Let's see, I picked, I picked the big short to win because I thought it was going to be the surprise thing. So every year I've realized, looking back at this, I keep picking for like the surprise. You got to play it safe, Daniel. You got to play it safe. I'm going to play it so freaking safe this year, you guys. Okay? I'm playing it safe. I'm going 1917. But I should say, even though I'm predicting 1917, man, I feel it in my bones that it is not that simple. Uh, that I, I really feel like Parasite could, could really happen. Um, I do you think we get a split? Do you think we get a split and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood takes it? So that's not how splits work because you rank, you rank them. So, right. so there's or no whatever. Thing yeah. But, but so all season long, I've been thinking Once Upon a Time in Hollywood would do that. In fact, I, I had been tweeting about that. that I, the, I'm in a weird situation with the, everything played out exactly as I predicted it. And I predicted that 1917 would win all of these things, would win PGA, DGA, that Parasite would win SAG. I predicted all of these things. And then I said that after all of those things happened, I would still predict Once Upon a Time in Hollywood to win Best Picture. And now I'm, I don't actually have the guts to do that. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I don't think so. I think if anything was going to steal it away from 1917, it would be Parasite. Those are the only two things that seem to have enough passion to get there. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood doesn't seem to have passion. Irishman doesn't have passion. 
nothing else seems to really come close. Jojo Rabbit has been really um, winning more than expected, winning WGA and winning uh, at Ace and a few different things. But I, I, it, it's nineteen seventeen. It just is statistically speaking. I mean, it, that is an unbeatable combination of the things that it's won. So, yeah. so I, I've I've got to go with that. So, but I would I would love to see Parasite take it I, w- I would be happy to be wrong there even though i'd be pissed because i keep freaking get predicting <laughs> best picture incorrectly so let me be right for once good grief no you can continue to be wrong it's okay <laughs> uh any any parting thoughts this uh before the awards this weekend guys i don't know as, as always like you just said i, I there's a, there's quite a few categories where i think i would be very happy to be wrong on a couple of them um thinking strategically about our picks, you know, choosing some safe ones. I, I do hope that my heart gets a couple wins in it. Yeah. Yeah. For me only, and this is a show thing. Uh, I wish we'd bring a host back. I, lo- I mean, I'm fine with the idea. I understand why we don't have a host and it's a, it makes for a tighter show, but I just miss the pageantry and, mm-hmm. and all the things around having a host. So, uh, but uh, I'm looking forward to the show very much. Just like we do every year. Actually, yeah, I, I love I, it without a host. Not going to lie. I thought that was great. No, the show the show moved real smoothly, but uh, it, it missed uh, anything fun uh, last year. There was nothing yeah. outside. The, the awards were great, and the show was great, and it was well produced. But there was nothing outside of announcing the awards that was really anything to to excite us as far as the show goes. So I'm with you, Chad. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up our Oscar predictions show. Um, like I said at the top, make sure you check out our contest. It's going to be posted on our social media. It should be up there now. So make sure you go fill out that Google form. It'll be closed as soon as the show starts. The Academy Awards start on Sunday. So make sure you fill it out before then, and then we'll announce the winner on our next show. All right. So fill that out. See if you can beat the screeners. And with that, I am going to pour over these picks and make sure I'm not wrong anywhere. But I, I probably am wrong in many places. So take these all with a grain of salt. All right. With that, we will see you on the other side of Oscar season. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to ScreenersPodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time.